Blog Talk Radio. Hello, 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 and welcome to Creating a Championship Standard of Living. I am your host, Mr. Miles W. Miller, and people, this is Thanksgiving weekend, uh, the last weekend in November, November 27, 2010, and I am so honored to be here with you tonight. This is going to be an absolutely dynamite show. This is we're closing out our From Pain to Prosperity series tonight with a dynamic message called Demand What You Deserve. People, I think a lot of us have been walking around accepting second rate way too long, and the time has come. Your time has come. Your time is now to live a full and abundant life. So I want you to just open up your spirit tonight, and before we go any further, I turn this show over to God's Holy Spirit so that we all get what we came for, and that's a move of his spirit. People, let me tell you this. This year is, is quickly, quickly, quickly coming to a close, but this year is not over yet. I want to inspire you to continue to pull on the universe, to continue to pull on, on this universe that God has given us uh, dominion and rulership in, to, to, to live a, a dynamic life, to live a full life, because you deserve it. And I want to, to uh, excuse me, I want to give you some some keys tonight that once you use them, once you un- use these keys, you will unlock pieces of your destiny that you never really understood before. I, It is my goal. It is my goal. It is my goal to light you on fire for your destiny. It's my goal to make sure that you're getting what you need. And people, again, like without a shadow of a doubt, I am so honored to be here. And I wouldn't be here each week if it wasn't for you. This is a labor of love for me that I love doing. I, I love the comments. I keep getting back. The feedback I'm getting back from you guys is absolutely phenomenal. So I want you to continue to reach out to me. You can reach out to me on Facebook at facebook.com slash Miles W. Miller. That's M-Y-L-E-S-W-M-I-L-L-E-R. You can also reach out to me on MySpace, myspace.com slash Miles W. Miller. You can follow me on Twitter, twitter.com slash Miles W. Miller. And you can also leave comments here for me on the Blog Talk Radio site at blogtalkradio.com slash Miles W. Miller. People, again, I want you just to, to get your spirit open, get your mind open, get ready to take some dynamic notes because let me tell you, tonight is your night to end your nightmares. If, you've been, if you have not been living the life of your dreams, then guess what? More likely you've been living your nightmares. And that this, this is the season for your nightmares to end. Your nightmares end tonight. So, Without further ado, I'm going to take you to an inspirational song, and then we'll be right back. You keep on doing great things for me.
friend in my side What's the two-door coupe of my future wife Woke me up this morning so for him I sing Cause From the A-Town hood to the Midwest blocks May not be that one I want him but right on his clock Never left me alone when nobody cared All I did was look up and he was right there God got me, he's feeling I'm Kobe I'm trying to get it out so run tell the homie Reason mama smiles, we out the hood Cause God is so a wonderful time of year because it allows us to take the focus off ourselves for a moment and just look at the things that have been going well in our lives. Look at the things that we, we can be thankful for. A lot of people right now are, they use, during the holiday season, they get depressed and they get, you know, what people call the blues or the blahs. And I'm here tonight to tell you that once you focus your mind on the things you have to be thankful for, the good things that, that are happening right now, the beautiful things that are, are manifested in this universe right now as we speak, it changes the whole chemistry of your mind. It changes the whole chemistry of what goes on around you in your environment. And just take the time to be thankful more. Gratitude will take you places that you wouldn't even think. Be, find a way to appreciate your surroundings. Find a way to appreciate the beauty of this universe. I'm telling you. I'm telling you that it is a wonderful thing because I've, I've gone th- I'm telling you things I've gone through myself. I've been in um, holidays where I was depressed and where I felt like nobody even cared about me. And I can tell you right now those are bad places, but those are also times where you can get out, you can just do things, you can do things that you can give, you can call somebody and wish them, you know, happy Thanksgiving or whatever the case may be. Just do something just to show gratitude to to God placing you in this universe at this time and that you, each day you you wake up. It may not be, you may not have everything you want, but at least you have life. And when you have life, things can change. Every day you keep waking up is a great day. So be thankful for, for life. And I think that when you listen to shows like this, 
we're going to show you how to get into the, the state of abundance. And, again, gratitude is, is one of the, the biggest pieces of the puzzle to live in the life of your dreams, to live in a full life, to live in an abundant life. So continue to be thankful for what you do have. Continue to focus on the beautiful things of his universe. Continue to thank God for more and more, more life. Continue to just be grateful for what it is you do have. And what you'll notice, uh, to paraphrase a quote from Oprah Winfrey, when she focus on the things and you're grateful for the things you do have, the things you do have increase. So I wanted to, to give you that nugget right there, and I'm going to take you to a motivational moment, and then we'll be right back. Again, I'm uh, just completely honored to um, to be before you today, and uh, our lesson today um, is ten steps to staying true to yourself. Ten steps to to staying true to yourself. Um, I came up with this topic late last night, actually in the wee hours of this morning. Um, many of you may have seen my Facebook posting uh, where I posted um, a comment about being true to myself and how I uh, I actually had to apologize to myself for not being always being true to myself. Um, and I think that it's really important for each and every one of us to understand that we are unique. We are we are not like everybody else. We're not normal. And because we're not normal, we can't expect to do what normal people do and have gratification or happiness or joy doing those things. We have to celebrate that uniqueness that's what's inside us. Uh, a guest we had on uh, a couple weeks ago, Mr. Ronald Wilshire uh, down in Houston, Texas, you know, told us to celebrate our uniqueness. And, and that's one thing I'm going to continuously promote, to celebrate the, the, the identity that God has given you, the, the separateness that God has given you, the, 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 that, which of you, that inside of you that will allow you to stand out and not blend in. Because you weren't put here to blend in, you were put here to stand out and lead. So, let me get started with our lesson. Um, ten steps to staying true to yourself. Step number one, and I believe this is the most important step to staying true to yourself. Step number one, keep God's image of you in your heart. Keep God's image of you in your heart. Keep God's image of you in your heart. A lot of people battle with low self-esteem, they battle with uh, a bad vision of themselves, and they, they, they struggle to, to really find their way in the world, and they, they get confused and misled and led astray and run amok, things like that, and the one thing that would keep people grounded is that if you knew that the creator of the universe created you in his likeness and image. How could you ever fall for the okie doke when somebody told you that you, you're less than, than, than great, you're less than phenomenal, you're less than the best? If you truly, when you truly know who you are, when you truly know who you are, when you, know, you truly know what you are, nobody can come and tell you anything other than that. Immediately you understand that that's a fault. That's not the truth. If somebody tells you something contrary to what the Creator says you are, that's a farce. That's not. That is not the truth. So, in understanding that, it is utterly important to stay locked on the image that God says you are. You're creating His likeness and image. 
you're creating. Here's what you're saying. Not like a dinosaur, not like a donkey, not like a horse, not like a bear, but in his likeness and image. You have been put here for some dynamic stuff. You have been put here to do some things that, that only you can do. Your life is important. Your your existence on this earth, your existence in this universe in this universe is very important. So you have to stay focused on the fact that you were created to create. You were created to, to repair. You were created to, to do something dynamic. You were created to do something awesome. You were created to do something unique. So you have to celebrate that uniqueness because God saw something in you that when he created you, he created you to solve a set of problems that nobody else can solve. So keep that in your, in your heart that you are put here for a special assignment from the Creator. Hello, and we're back. That was a motivational moment from one of our previous shows together, and I just, you know, I like to play those motivational moments as a a motivational adrenaline shot. It's like when I hear those things throughout the week, I actually listen to each and every one of them throughout the week in my MP3 player, and let me tell you, it fires me up each time I hear it. So I always tell it to everybody, go back and listen to the podcast. Listen to the podcast for not only the content, but those motivational moments are very, 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 very powerful. And when you play them over and over again, it fires you up more and more each day to go out and live the life of your dreams and put the nightmare to sleep. So, People, we got a lot of great things happening tonight, but um, before I go forward, I want to do this. I want to give you this week's divine intervention. This week's divine intervention I um, got from 1 John 5 and 14, and I'm going to read it to you from the Amplified Version of the Bible because I really want you to hear this. And it reads, and this is the confidence, the assurance, the privilege of boldness, which we have in him. We are sure that if we ask anything, make any request according to his will in agreement with his own plan, he listens He listens to and hears us. Let me repeat that for you. And this is the confidence, the assurance, the privilege of boldness which we have in him. We are sure that if we ask anything, make any, any request according to his will in agreement with his own plan, he listens to and hears us. And this is the confidence, the assurance, the privilege of boldness, which we have in him. We are sure that if we ask anything, make any request according to his will, in agreement with his own plan, he listens to and hears us. And that's this week's divine intervention, of 1 John 5 and 14. And why is this scripture important today? Well, I believe it's the, it opens the door for everything we're going to talk about tonight as far as Demanding what you deserve. Demand what you deserve. A lot of things that people really desire in their lives are really good things. They're really, they're really divinely inspired things. But a lot of times there are a lot of uh, roadblocks that allow people not to go to the, down the path they, that they should. And tonight, I, I, like I said, I'm going to give you some keys to help you unlock the pieces of your destiny and put the whole puzzle together. So... I'm going to give you that later in the show, but I just want to just to wet your palate again. Get in your mind, get in your heart 
a, a spirit of boldness that when it's something inside of you that you know is, is something that you should be doing and something that you should have or something that you should be, be bold about it. Be bold about it. Don't don't worry about what other people are going to think. Don't worry about what people are going to say. Don't worry about, you know, anything other than being, having, and doing what you know you and the creator are in agreement for. So take that take that same mentality to, to this lesson I'm going to give you tonight and even when I bring on the guests later on the show because I know that there's some dynamic things that are getting ready to be unleashed for everybody. And if you're listening online, feel free to call in. If there's something that you may need some personal encouragement with, tonight call in 646-929-0665, and I will, personally, I, will, I will personally be your life coach for about two minutes. I'll give, for as many people call in, I'll give you each two minutes, and I'll, I will personally encourage you tonight on the air. But um, we're going to go to another motivational moment, and then we'll be right back. First thing that success is going to cost you, it's going to cost you your mind. Success will cost you your mind. And when I say success will cost you your mind, I mean that if you're somewhere right now and you you didn't really want to be there, and you didn't really know you don't really know how you got there, guess what? The mindset that got you there can't get you out of there. I have a, a quote I love saying to my clients and, uh, and, when, and when I'm doing my speeches is that the mind that created the problem is not qualified to solve it. First and foremost, the reason why the mind that created the problem is not qualified to solve it is because th- that mind is stuck in that environment that is perpetuating the thing that you don't want. So, we, you know, I, I'm a firm believer. Uh, I stand on Romans 12. In the beginning of Romans 12, it, it says, Be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. I even go as far as this. I, I tell people, you know, it's sometimes it's okay to lose your mind. If your mind has, got, has gotten you in a place where you can't, <laughs> where you, you're not being successful, you're not being able to live a full life, then you have to lose that mind and, ha- and get it renewed. Get the, mind, get the mind of Christ. That, you know, a mind, a mind with a mindset to thrive and be great. Hello, and we're back. Uh, people, again, that was another motivational moment from one of our previous times together. And, again, I want you to just to take those moments and listen to them. Like I said, listen to this podcast over and over again. If you're listening live, take this podcast, replay it. This is great information for you to to just hear and just open up and allow it to just to permeate through your system. Because let me tell you, this stuff is, is so potent. Like I said, I listen to it myself every day. I listen to these motivational moments every day. And they, they really fire me up each day to keep going and doing what it is I'm, I've been called to do. But before we go any further, I have a, a, a dynamic guest waiting online, uh, and they're going to present some information to you about a, uh, an absolutely phenomenal event that's coming up. You know, I am a major league supporter of all things that are designed to impact uh, your life in a dynamic way. And today, uh, my guest is going to tell you about a very, very impactful event that's coming up really soon. 
Call, are you there? Yes, yes, I am. How are you, sir? I'm absolutely phenomenal, sir. It's an honor to have you on the show. Great, great, great. Good to be on the show, Miles. Uh, I'm here representing Great Faith Ministries Atlanta and Pastor, our senior pastor, Pastor Donaldo Lee, and co-pastor Tiffany Lee. Okay. And, and uh, uh, we're having a. Go ahead. No, I, I'm just. I was reading the information about the event, and I wanted to um, just just give us tell us more about this event that's coming up. Right. It's it's going to be happening on December the 10th through the 12th. That's Friday. Saturday and Sunday, and uh, just like you said, Miles, it's going to be explosive. It's called the Prophetic Unleashed, and God has been doing great things prophetically in our ministry, and uh, Pastor Donaldo Lee has a great lineage uh, when it comes to the prophetic, uh, being the eldest son of Bishop Wayne T. Jackson, and him and co-pastor Tiffany have really been allowing the Spirit to lead them many, many testimonies of great great things happening prophetically. And so on December the 10th through the 12th, Pastor Donaldo Lee is going to be teaching uh, and ministering so that people in the surrounding areas, these tri-state areas, can come and really understand what is going on with the prophetic. Wow. So is there um, any fee associated with it? Uh, Yes, there are classes on Saturday. Uh, The service starts on Friday night at 7 p.m., and then on Saturday at 10 a.m., we'll have classes. Classes uh, begin at 10 a.m. There will be how to uh, operate in the prophetic, uh, is there a word in the house, and prophetic worship. And these classes are designed to give you the information that you need and also the demonstration of power, the demonstration of that of that class material so you can be uh, able to impact the world around you. Uh, it's going to be explosive, and there is a $20 fee associated with those classes. Uh, that's such a, such a, we're just trying to get you the information so it's not an astronomical cost. I know people are expecting right. $40, $50, $60 for this type of material, and even more, but we're only offering uh, these classes on Saturday, so it's $20 uh, for those classes. Uh, you want to come and make sure you join up fast because these classes are going fast. Wow. I know uh, for many people, $20 is like an extra cup of coffee each weekend. They can just hold off on that cup of coffee and come to the conference. It seems like, you know, some great things can happen for them. Absolutely. It's it's a couple cups of coffee a week. It's a haircut. It's it's, it's not even a hairstyle for the young ladies. You know, it's the nails. <laughs> it's it's, it's a very, very minimal when you talk about building uh, your repertoire for your relationship with Jesus Christ and finding out how the prophetic works. Everybody wants to know what's going on with the prophetic. There's so much going on out there. You need to come and hear from someone that knows what he's talking about. That's Pastor Ginaldo Lee and co-pastor Tiffany Lee uh, have been, again, moving in the spirit. Pastor Lee has been uh, under one man, under one man, of Bishop Wayne T. Jackson for 25 years, over 25 years. And on December the 10th through the 12th, it's going to be explosive. Even on Sunday night, Miles, it's going to be such a, a release uh, of wow. impartation. The pastor is going to be laying hands. It's going to be the culmination of that event. Again, that's the prophetic unleash starting Friday, December the 10th at 7 p.m. and Saturday at 10 a.m., December the 11th. And then also everyone's going to get a prophetic word that comes on Saturday at 12 noon. Everyone's going to get a prophetic word. Uh, if you're in the place, you're going to receive a word from the Lord. And then on Sunday, that impartation at 6 p.m. Sunday evening. Well, well, you know I'm going to be there. I, I highly encourage everybody who's listening to, to definitely, definitely be there because it's going to be a phenomenal event. Amen. Yes, it is. 
Well, we thank you for the information, and, and again, we look forward to being there December 10th through the 12th for the Prophetic Unleashed Conference. Right, and you can call for more information. You can call 770-771-3299. Again, that's 770-771-3299 for more information concerning that conference. Again, we thank you, and uh, again, we look forward to seeing you there. People, I am I am honored. Again, like I said, when, whenever there's something that I, I know in my heart will impact your life in a dynamic way, I love you know just letting people come on to to present information that I know firsthand can really impact your life. So I highly recommend this conference. Uh, I highly recommend you you know you, you go out each night that you can and um, be a part of it because I know it's going to it's going to change your life. So people. I want to take you to another motivational moment, then we'll be right back. Here, uh, the Power Conference Fear is a book that I wrote uh, with you in mind and with myself in mind. Because being a dreamer, being a visionary, sometimes we can go through life and we can see good things and we get visions. We, we don't, we're not common people. We're not, you know, we don't see things the way normal people see things. So we, we get visions that are, that are far out. And, we, and, and it's sometimes it's scary to, to think about that stuff. But in the Power of Conquering Fear, I gave a five-step plan for how to overcome fear, how to conquer fear, how to move beyond that fear. There's an old saying that the difference between a, a, a coward and a hero is that the hero was, was brave for five minutes longer. And that's my plan. It gets, make sure that you stay brave. Just it, just those five minutes can change the whole course of your life. And my goal is to give you five steps to keep you in that range long enough to, to be the great person you've been called to be, to, to mine up your destiny. Because today, uh, people, the, the world has changed as we know it. And it's going to take innovative people to really, you know, mine out the greatness that still remains in this in this universe. There, there's a lot of untapped resources, people, and and you're going to get visions and, and promises, you know, from God and, and through prayer, through fasting, through you know dreams, and those things are going to change the very course of how we, how life as we know it exists. And you can't be afraid. You got to go for it. So. I offer to you today my book, The Power of Conquering Fear. You can buy it at www.lulu.com slash mwmiller18. That's www.lulu.com slash mwmiller18. And get this book today. Get, get a copy for a friend. And trust me, you won't regret it. It'll be a book that changes your life. Hello, and we're back. People, I'm excited about what we're going to talk about tonight. We're, going to, we're talking about demanding what you deserve, demanding what you deserve. There's a few things. Before I get into the, the, the keys to unlock the universe or to activate the universe on your behalf, I want to just share a couple things with you. 
is, you know, those of you who know me well, you've been listening to the show now, you, you, you know that I am a huge sports fan. Today I had to the, I guess you would call it, um, when you're loyal to a, a, a certain program, no matter what they do, you always support them no matter what happens. So I am, a, those of you who know me, you know that I'm an alum of the University of Michigan, and today was one of the biggest rivalries in sports history, um, Michigan, 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 Ohio State. Well, Michigan hasn't been as good the last couple of years, and Ohio State has been really, you know, taking advantage of it, just to say the least. Today was no different. So Ohio State definitely won the game. And what I was able to take from it, though, was this, is that your competition is always getting better. The competition is always getting better. So that means the, even the little things that you need to do to be successful, you have to continue to do them well. You have to continue to get good at the things that you're supposed to be good at. And in doing that, it helps you place a demand for the things you deserve. So what I want you to know is this. If, I was a, if we were playing football right now, if I was a coach right now of a football team, and I would, I would tell you this, if you consistently drop the ball, you don't deserve a score. If you don't score, you don't deserve to win. Let me repeat that to you. If you consistently drop the ball, you don't deserve to score. If you don't score, you don't deserve to win. There's people, there's so many of us right now that we, we've been given dynamic golden opportunities to be whatever it is we want to be. And many of us keep dropping the ball. So when it's time to, to actually score, when it's time to actually go into the end zone to score the touchdown, we don't have the ball because we fumbled the ball somewhere. And if you consistently fumble the ball, you can't score. And if you can't score, guess what? Your opponent, which is getting better and better each time, is going to take the ball, take great use of that mistake, great use of that miscue. So what am I saying to you tonight? I'm saying to you right now is that you have to demand greatness from yourself. Second-rate living, second-rate anything is unacceptable anymore. I, I Personally, right now, i got a chip on my shoulder because I'm upset at myself for a lot of the things that I've allowed to happen in my own life. There are a lot of second-rate things I've been accepting in my life that are unacceptable because I am a champion. I, I am, I'm royal. I'm regal. And I know better than to sit up and accept second-rate in any area of my life. There should, be, there should be no area of my life second-rate. I talked to one of, my, um, one of my relatives this week, and they were telling me about a, a situation that they're going through. And it hurt me to, to hear them talk about the things that they were dealing with, knowing that, that they had accepted a second-rate state of living and were okay with it. One thing I'll tell you right now is that I am totally, 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 totally not okay with living second rate. I'm totally not okay with people around me giving me second rate because I, I have so much that's demanded of me. I have greatness demanded of me, so I demand greatness of everybody in my life. One thing I do now, and I just started this, I started doing this this morning just because, like I said, I have this chip on my shoulder. I want to be better than I was yesterday, and I want to be better right now than I was an hour ago. I look in the mirror constantly now, when I, you know, even walking through the, through the restroom or even walk, looking at a glass that, that's reflective. I look in that mirror, I look in that reflective glass, and I say, I demand greatness from you, and I'm going to get it. I look at myself and, and tell me, personally, I look at myself eye to eye in that mirror, and, and I tell me 
that I demand greatness from you, and I'm going to get it. I demand greatness from myself, and I'm going to get it. And you have to get to that place right now where you're fed up with second-rate living. You're fed up with living your nightmares. You're fed up with not having what you need to, to, to actually even survive. No, it's time for us to thrive. We've got to get out of that, that mentality of survival. Survival and thriving are two different states, and you can't do both at the same time. Sometimes survival is utterly necessary in order to be to, just to, to live. But now, you know, as we close out this From Pain to Prosperity series, the pain that you've endured, the things you've gone through, they were not in vain. And because of that stuff you've gone through, you have a, you have a right to prosper, which means you deserve to prosper. And you have to see that in your mind. See, if you see yourself, you know, you, you, you hear me say this a lot. I love the movie Rocky. And I, one of my favorite scenes in that movie is when Rocky is training and his trainer Mick comes over to him and says, Rock, if you see yourself doing good, you do good. You have to see yourself holding on to the ball. You have to see yourself scoring. You have to see yourself doing great things. Because guess what? That energy from seeing yourself doing something great, you bring it back to where you are right now, and it, it fires you up to get to that place that you just saw yourself at. That's the power of, of, of being a visionary. So what I want to do, I, I got this lesson. It's dynamic. It's hot. I'm going to put it on hold for a minute. What I want to do right now, what I want to do right now, I'm going to take you to our visualization segment. I want you to just, just if you're driving, you know the routine. Pull off to the side of the road, lock your doors, uh, go into that Waffle House, go into that Kmart, go into that uh, Roscoe uh, Chicken and Waffles. Don't drive and do what we're about to do because this is, this is a place where I want you to be relaxed. I want you to hear my voice. I want you to get in your mind right now a picture of something that you've already deemed beautiful. It could be your children. It could be a car you want. You know, for me personally, it's the, the Rolls Royce Ghost, which is a very beautiful vehicle, by the way. Um, don't let any limitation cloud your mind about what it is you want. I don't care about the price tag. I don't care if people say you can't have it. I don't care if, you, if people think you shouldn't have it. I want you to hear, what, I want you to hear me very carefully. Hear my voice. I want you to look at that beautiful thing that you've accepted as beautiful. And I want you to embrace the beauty of that thing. I want you to hold on to that, that, that energy of beauty. And I want you to concentrate on that energy. I want you to, to think about how it feels to look at that beautiful thing. And now that you've accepted something that's beautiful, I want you to do this. I want you to see yourself sitting in an IMAX movie theater with a, a huge panoramic screen, a screen that's larger than life. And I want you to see the movie getting ready to come onto the screen. But the movie that's getting ready to project onto that screen is your ideal life. What does your ideal life look like? I want you to see yourself. If, if your ideal life right now involves you traveling to far off places to beautiful uh, vacation spots, I want you to embrace that. I want you to see it on that screen. If it's to own a brand-new car debt-free, I want you to see that car. I want you to see yourself driving that car on that screen. If it's to own a brand-new home, I want you to see yourself walking in that home, that new debt-free home. I want you to see yourself walking through each and every room of that house. Like I said, for me, it's, I like the Rolls-Royce Ghost. Again, 
what I tell people is don't worry about the price tag. Don't worry about what, what, what people may think about it. I just want you to see yourself with something that's dynamic. See yourself with something that's beautiful that you, that you want. See yourself living the life that you want. If it's, a new, if it's a spouse, whatever the case may be, whatever it is that brings enjoyment to your life, I want you to see yourself with it. And as you see yourself with it, I want you to fully embrace the emotions of that thing. I want you to fully embrace what it feels like to be in possession of that thing. I want you to fully, fully embrace your, your feelings towards your ideal life. Now that you have a vision of something that's beautiful, you see yourself enjoying your life. You've embraced those emotions. I want you to say, I want you to to confess the following confession. I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. People, I want you to hold on to that vision. I want you don't let go of that vision. I want you to hold on to it. And every time you feel that, every time you, you, you feel something coming to try to take it from me, I want you to just say, I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. And even a supercharge that I want you to confess that the life of my dreams is wonderful and I deserve it. The life of my dreams is wonderful and I deserve it. The life of my dreams is wonderful and I deserve it. The life of my dreams is wonderful and I deserve it. The life of my dreams is wonderful and I deserve it. The life of my dreams is wonderful and I deserve it. The life of my dreams is wonderful and I deserve it. The life of my dreams is wonderful and I deserve it. The life of my dreams is wonderful and I deserve it. The life of my dreams is wonderful and I deserve it. People, there's no excuse for any of us not living a phenomenal life. There's no excuse for, not, for any of us living less than a championship standard living. There's no, there's no excuse for it because we're, we are so dynamic as thinkers, as people, as human beings that, have a, that are having a human experience, that spiritual beings having a human experience. God's spirit is infinite. And God and the Spirit and His Spirit dwells inside of us. When we tap into that of which that inside of us that's that's God, we become expansive. Our minds become expansive. Our experience becomes expansive, becomes as infinite as God is. We just have to tap into it. We have to stay locked into it. So I'm going to give you some keys tonight. Since we're talking about demand what you deserve, I'm going to give you some keys tonight. I'm going to give you ten keys to activate the universe on your behalf. Ten keys to activate the universe on your behalf. Ten keys to activate the universe on your behalf. And, again, this, whenever I give you a, a, a list, don't take it to be an exhaustive list. Take this to be an inductive list. When I say inductive, it is to open up your, your spirit to receive more, more things like this. 
I mean, this list can go on forever and forever just for the, for the teaching that we're doing tonight. These 10 keys are very vital keys, and they, they can unlock so many things for you if you just, you know, listen and receive and take great notes. So I'm going to get going. As you know by now, I have a passion to see people living the life of their dreams. I have a passion to see people, you know, on top and not beneath. I have a passion to help people create a championship standard of living for themselves. So in understanding that, I believe that every person on the face of this planet, every person on the face of this planet has a divine right to live the life of their dreams. And that's why I'm so adamant. And that's why I'm always confessing to you my motto and my mantra to don't ever give up, don't ever quit on your dreams. I know firsthand, listen to me very carefully. I'm not telling you something that somebody told me. I'm talking about something I've experienced. I know firsthand that if you're not living the life of your dreams, it's a great chance, it's a great possibility that you are definitely experiencing a nightmare. If you're not living the life of your dreams, I can almost guarantee you right now, more than likely, that you are experiencing a nightmare. But I've come here tonight with one purpose. I've come here tonight to decree and declare that the nightmare has ended. Your time has come. Your time is now. The life of your dreams is wonderful, and you deserve it. So I'm getting ready to present these 10 keys to you. And the the whole goal is for you to enjoy your life, to, to live life fully, to be everything you've been called to be, irregardless of what people say or think about you. I want you to live life fully. So I'm going to give you these 10 keys Take, I want you to take your notes. Turn, you know, open up your spirit and listen to what I'm saying to you right now. The first key to activating the universe on your behalf is identity. 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 Your identity is a key. And I'm not talking about race. I'm not talking about gender. I'm talking about who you are spiritually. Because who you are spiritually transcends everything that anybody sees anyway. So you have to know who you are. Well, one thing that, again, like I said, we're, we're spiritual beings having a human experience. One thing I know is that we're creating the likeness and image of God. We're created in the likeness and image of God, which means God is spirit. So spiritually, we're like God. He created us in his likeness and image. So right off the bat, that gives you, going to the next key, that gives you authority. Spiritually, you have authority to, to create things and bring things to life. You have the authority to speak into things, and things can they're supposed to be established. Let me take that back. You speak a thing, and it is established. Not supposed to be. It is. When you speak, the universe obeys you because you have that authority. So key number one is to know who you are, so you have to, you have, to have an identity. Key number two is authority. You have to know who you are. So you are creating the likeness and image of God. And you have been put here to have dominion, to, re- to be fruitful, to multiply, to replenish the earth and subdue it. How do you do that? Not only with children, but your dreams, your goals, your vision. All those things, they cause the earth to be replenished. They cause the earth to increase. They cause great things to come to life. So when you walk in that authority, it causes 
it it it, un, it unveils your purpose. The third key is purpose. Purpose. You got to know why you are. Again, you're here to replenish the earth, subdue it, have dominion over it, dominion meaning your authority, and to take care of it. Each and every one of us is unique. So the, the very your very uniqueness creates a different purpose for you than everybody else. Because, each, see, I, I, I'm a staunch believer that none of us are independent. I cannot function on my own without somebody doing something else that, that they need to do. For instance, if the gas company, if people who work for the gas company or whoever, however you get power in your home, if people don't work at that work for that company, most times you're not going to get power to your home. So if they don't do what they're supposed to do, it changes the whole dynamic of what you do. So we're, we're dependent upon the power company to get energy to our homes. And we're dependent upon, you know, other companies do what they're supposed to do, fire, police, you know, executive branch, judicial branch, legislative branch. We are, we are dependent upon each other for some piece of the puzzle that without the other person, it makes our lives a little bit more difficult. So you have a purpose, okay? The fourth key I want to give you, the fourth key is your mind. You have to know the thoughts that, that you think in order to manifest what you want. I always tell you heard in one of our earlier um, motivational moments, I talk about the mind of Christ. Except, you know, the scripture tells tells us uh, the apostle Paul told us that that let this mind which was also in Christ now be in you. The mind of Christ inside the mind of Christ, it there was no thought of limit, there was no thought of lack, there was no thought of of what couldn't be done. It was a thought that all things are possible to him that believe. If you can just believe, and all things are possible to you. It takes the right mindset to believe that. The mind of Christ, it takes the mind of Christ. It takes being in that flow to understand that you are the product of a loving father, that God loves you so much that he sent his only begotten son here to die for you so that, you know, your sins can be, uh, there can be remission for your sins. And that not only would you have life, not only would your life be restored, but that you'd have new life abundantly. So your mind is important. So the, the fifth thing, your desire. Desire is a key. You have to know what you want. Okay, you have to sit down and understand what it is you want. Because if you don't know what you want, you can just accept anything and just be happy with it, right? But that's not the case. Most of us, most, not, I'm not going to say us, I'm going to say most people who are struggling in their lives right now, they're struggling to have an, a, a, a dynamite expression of their lives, is because they are they, they want something, but they may not know what it is they want yet. So you have to sit down with your desires and know what it is you want. And after you know what it is you want, the sixth key, decision. Decision. You have to make up your mind what it is you want. After you've already understood what it is you want, make up your mind. Decide. The universe is so dynamically wired for a person who knows what it is they want. When you know what it is you want, things start lining up for you. Things start falling in place for you. A focused mind is a, is a, is a powerful weapon. A focused 
mind is a powerful weapon, and the inside of a focused mind is a decisive person. A decisive person possesses a, a, a focused mind. So once you you got all these other keys lining up, and you are decisive, and you have to be decisive quickly. Once you make those decisions, stick with them. Decisiveness will will definitely unlock the universe on your behalf. That takes us to the seventh key. The seventh key is vision. You know, I, we talk about vis, being a visionary a lot around here. To, uh, basically, what a visionary what vision means is you have to know where you're going. So once you know what you want, what you want, what you desire, and, and once you've made the decision that that you're going to do it, what happens is your mind starts creating mental pictures of what it is you really want. See, just like the the uh, visualizing your ideal life segment. Once you know what it is you want, pictures of what it is you want start circulating in your mind. And it, it happens to inspire you to keep moving towards that. No matter what situation you're going through right now, you can see yourself in the future in possession of that thing that you already want. And guess what? Once, once your mind has accepted it that that's possible, there's no turning back. So now, you know, I can stop right here. And you'd be on fire right now. You, you have everything you need to go forward. But I got three more keys that I believe are going to absolutely just catapult you to the life of your dreams. So the eighth key is gratitude. 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 Being thankful. In this week of Thanksgiving, this is where we celebrate Thanksgiving in the United States, gratitude is one of those things that it unlocks a lot of doors. Gratitude and forgiveness together combined, my God, they unlock so many things because you have to be a gracious person. Gratitude also is a, is a, a piece of the puzzle to being a great leader. You know, the greatest among you shall be your servants. To be a servant is an expression of gratitude. It's an expression of knowing that you're here not for your own accord but to do a, a, a more dynamic um, job, if you will, a more dynamic assignment for our loving Father, which art in heaven. So gratitude causes things to appreciate. It causes things to get better. It causes things to do to to be better. It takes the the your thoughts off of what you may not have, and it puts your focus on the the things you do have. It makes you take account of what's inside of your spirit that can launch you forward to be a, a bigger and better blessing for people all across the board. The ninth key, expectation. 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 See, you won't get anything you don't expect to get. You won't get anything you don't expect to get. If you expect great things to happen, guess what happens? Great things can happen. You open the door to them. But it's really important to understand. It's really important to understand that if you're expecting bad things to happen, you open the door for bad things, for more and more of that which you expect. So you, we walk by faith and not by sight. So we don't get caught up on what things look like. We don't get caught up on what th- people say. We don't get caught up on what people think. We are expecting something dynamite to happen in our lives. Again, I'm putting you in position to place a demand on the universe for the things you know you deserve. And the tenth key I'm gonna give you is voice. Voice. My pastor says it like this: that the kingdom of God is is voice activated. The universe, as it's been created by God, 
is voice activated. It operates on your voice. The power of life and death is in your tongue, and those who, who love it shall eat the fruit thereof. The very things that you're speaking out of your mouth, you create. <laughs> the very things you, you speak out of your mouth, you are creating. If you want to live the life of your dreams, speak it out. You already know who you are. You already know you have authority. Your mind is, is, is focused. You know you, you know you have a purpose. You're, you're not here just to take up air. You have a desire to, to be something great. You have decided to be great. Your visions are, are showing you pictures of, your, of you living the greatness. You, you're thankful for, for everything you, that you are able to do and able to be a part of. You are expecting these, these dynamite things to manifest in your life. And when you add all that stuff up together and you speak it out, I shall speak, I shall decree a thing and it shall be established. I shall speak and things shall obey me. You have, the, have unleashed a dynamite power on your behalf. And what you have done is you have put the universe on, a, on assignment to bring you that which is yours. You have just put the universe on assignment to deliver to you that which is yours. Now, it doesn't mean you, you, you sit back and just, you know, collect the, the bounty. No, you're going to have to do some work. But you have, you have made in the universe, you have created in the universe a reason for the universe to present you with the things of your desires. You have just placed a demand on the things you, you know in your heart you deserve. So what I want you to do, I'm going to take you to a motivational moment, and I'm going to bring on a dynamic guest, and we're going, to, we're going to discuss how to demand more of yourself so that you can see the things you know you deserve. We'll be right back. Whatever it is you're, 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 you want to see, you want to do, you can speak out things, and things can happen for you. But like I said, we're going to get into a lesson. Um, Okay, one more thing. I'm so excited about this. There's one more thing I want to share with you, and that this is something to, to really understand about life, about allowing, about your dreams, about your goals. Whatever you resist, you reject. Whatever you reject leaves your life. Let me say that to you again. Whatever you resist, you reject. Whatever you reject leaves your life. So if, if there's something that good that you really want, don't resist it. Accept it. Allow it. Because if you if you reject it, if you reject it, you you, you let go of it, and that that thing that which was good was coming for you, you, you turn away from it, and you want to always accept things that are good and reject things that are bad. And also understand that every day, every day, every single day, no matter what it looks like outside, no matter what's going on in the economy. God has designed the universe to be a major league blessing. He has designed the universe to be a major league blessing for you, for me, for anyone who, who, who can just receive it. And that is actually the natural state of the universe. It is designed to bless. It's designed to be. It's designed in abundance. But you have. It's your choice to get in the flow. Hello, and we're back. People, I'm always honored to to associate with just 
ferociously dynamite people. I'm always honored to be able to call people uh, who, who I consider as my friends to come on this show and just fire you up. And I've got somebody who is no stranger to our show, no stranger to what we do around here. In fact, they have had a, a hand in a lot of things that you see here. And so whenever they come here, I'm always excited because, you know, this is home. And so we're welcoming home tonight uh, one of our, our, our dear friends and favorite people, uh, none other than Miss Tiffany Patton. Tiffany, are you there? I'm I'm here, Miles. How are you? I'm absolutely phenomenal. We, we are honored to have you here tonight. Oh, thank you. I'm honored to be here. <laughs> you were uh, te- you were teaching a dynamic lesson. Well, I thank you. I, I'm see. I I really get up for these types of things. I really want to see people living the life of their dreams. I really want to see people, you know, putting a demand on the things they know they deserve, and instead of just accepting life as it's handed to them. And I I really you know get inspired. Because, like I said, I'm, I've been walking around with a chip on my shoulder, and I know that if, if I'm feeling this, somebody else out there is feeling it too. So I want to, you know, I'll, I'll let God use me so we can we can all get to the next level together. That's right. <laughs> so That's right. That's right. Um, a lot of people, um, I think we, somewhere, we, we've been programmed. I'm not sure how far back it goes. A lot of us, it, it probably sends back for um, us being smaller or little right. kids, it's, it's somewhere where we feel that we have to accept a particular thing or, or maybe where people didn't teach us that we can expect the best, ask right. for the best, and and receive the best. Um, and it can be just that. It doesn't have to be that we um, settle for less. And I, I think that we've we've become accustomed to that. But God, mm-hmm. that, that's not God's way. Right. I mean, we're 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 children of a king. Right. I mean, we're heirs. So because of that, we deserve the very best. And it's not until though, but see, it says, "As a man thinketh, so is he." Right. So until we until we think, until we're able to think and see ourselves above and beyond where we see ourselves and see ourselves as God sees us, then we'll continue to expect and receive the same thing. We have to see ourselves as God sees us and and see ourselves as God says that we are. And I I think that's that's the key because we can we know, we can't see ourselves as how our mothers might have said. You know, a lot, a lot of us right. growing right. up we had mothers or fathers, grandmothers speak some really horrific things over our lives. And right. we've internalized that. And instead of doing that, we you know, instead of internalizing what our, our Heavenly Father says about us, we've inter- internalized some of the things that, um, for some of us, some of our natural fathers have said about us. Right. And then sometimes a lot of us, even now, um, me dealing with a lot of kids, younger kids, is sometimes what our Father hasn't said about us because right. they're not there. Right. So, yeah, it, it's, it's time to take back what the devil has, taught, has stolen. It's definitely time. And I, I'm totally in agreement with you. I think a lot of people don't understand how important what you say, and that's why I let, left the uh, the tenth key as as the things you speak, your voice. I I wanted to build on that, and I know that there's things that go into what you speak. Yes. And what do you what are, what would you suggest to somebody? 
you, for instance, right now, if somebody on online listening to us now, and they may be going through a situation again, like they they've been experiencing hellish, nightmarish conditions, and again, like I said, I decreed earlier tonight that the nightmare is over. But what do you say to a person who's been going through a battle? It seems like it's just been a constant battle, constant battle, and they know there's something inside them. They know they should have better. They know they should be better, but they just don't know how to break free from it. What do you say to a person, you know, to to get them in the mindset to break free from the nightmare and start living the life of their dreams? I said it is two things that came to mind, but one thing that comes to mind more than anything is praise, praise, praise. I don't care how how down and out you may feel. I don't care if you don't even feel like praising God. You get a praise if you have to reach deep down and you think or think about some of the things that God has pulled you through in the past right. and you think about that thing and you begin to praise God because, see, the enemy, the, the reason why right now it's such a strategic time is because the enemy has seen that his time is, is up. I mean, he, right. he's been served to notice. And he knows that a lot of the things that God has promised many of those who are called by God is about to come into fruition. But because of that, he's thrown everything, he's trying to throw everything but the kitchen sink at, at you. And because of that, that should show you that you are close, you are much right. closer than you, than you think. But when you praise God, what you do is you confuse the enemy. He doesn't understand. He doesn't understand why I've thrown everything at her. I've thrown everything at him. And they have the unmitigated God to still praise God. Wow. Who do they think they are? What <laughs> am I doing? Am I doing something wrong? Wait, wait a minute. I thought I, I thought I gave, I thought I threw at them the very thing that they said. Once again, that they said will cause them to fail. Right. Because our mouths, we've, we've given the enemy a lot of the ammunition ourselves right. by what we've right. spoken. And he's taken that very thing and he's presented it. But if you praise God anyway, in the midst of it all, at that point, that disarms the enemy because then he no longer knows how to come at you because he doesn't understand what's going on. And it's in your praise that you're able to break through a lot of the things and the tactics that the enemy has tried to come up against you with. Not only do do I say praise would be it, but I would say speaking. A lot of times we don't know that our mouth is our best weapon. Right. It is. Just like we speak, life and death is truly the power has, is the power that is in our tongue. That's not just a scripture. That's just not a cliche. We literally have the capability to naturally form our world, but it's in our mouth. And we don't understand it because we've said so many things. I mean, you can have, you know, have have a bellyache or something wrong, and you say, oh, man, I don't feel good. Oh, it was like I started the day wrong. Today not going to be a good day. You're saying things. And you're not understanding that why 12 noon comes, 2 p.m. comes, 6 p.m. comes, and you'll say, see, everything went wrong. You know, uh, your boss came in and said something to you that wasn't (laughs) right. You got home and your husband, your wife said something to you that was wrong. But you spoke it earlier in the day when you already, you you spoke over your own life and said, well, today wasn't going to be a good day. But just like God gave us the, the power 
to speak and frame our words, just like we can speak death to our lives. We need to speak life. No matter what it looks like, you still right. have to speak over your, yourself what it is that you want to see. I don't care if you can, I mean, I've literally been at the point of tears and said, you know what, I'm not going there. I'm not going to allow the enemy to cause me to speak some, speak death unto my life. Wow. I speak life to my life. And wow. the more that we're able to speak what it is that we want to see in our lives, Oh, my God. It's just like we literally walk into it. I remember even doing, um, I tested God, and I know we're not necessarily supposed to. I mean, we we should try God in some aspects, but in others, I don't think we should. I I tested. I tested. And I said, okay, you know what? They said I had authority. I'm just, I spoke one thing. And I saw my I saw my life go this way, and this was all in the course of a day. And then I spoke something completely opposite, and I saw my my the entire day just turn around for me. And I said, you know what? God isn't working. He he isn't playing with this thing. Right. We do have the power to change and create our very world. Right. And until right. we realize that, our, our lives are going to be exactly what it is that we speak. Wow. I know. Um, the word, I think we were talking, and um, we were talking, and um, I was stating to you that there is a difference between speaking something and calling something or naming something. Right, right. It's a difference between naming it and then summon, summoning it to come forth. Right. And the word is kaleo. When you kaleo something, that means that what you're doing is then you're then summoning and and, and actually commanding wow. that very thing which you're speaking to come forth. You don't just speak it. If I'm calling, if I if I were to call my daughter, you, you know, I would say, you know, Cassandra. If I'm talking about my daughter, I'll say Cassandra. Or if I'm naming my daughter, I'll say Cassandra. That's her name. But if I need her, I'm going to call her in a totally different tone there's going to be a to- there's going to be a, a total different emphasis upon her name in which I speak it. I'm going to say Cassandra because I'm 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 calling her because I need her to come now. And wow. that's Kaleo. We need to command some of these things that we know that God has spoken over our lives to come forth. We have to Kaleo speak it. We have to speak it. We have to call it forth, not just be timid by it. I mean, if 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 we were if somebody, if you were watching your loved one go across the street and you saw a car coming, you wouldn't just say, "Hey, Johnny, don't don't do that." I mean, there would be there would be an right. emphasis, <laughs> there would be some type of strength behind it, because you would want him to stop, or you would want her to stop. You wouldn't want them to get hit by the car. So wow. that very same thing is what how we have to to call forth those things that are not as though they are. We can't know. We we time. It's time out for being based in Christ and kind of being timid and allowing the enemy to do any and everything to us. We have to. I don't. I, I admonish any and everyone who is listening to take authority over your life. Take it back because I'm telling you, what God has in store is right around the corner. And if you continue to allow the enemy to toss you to and fro, it says a double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways. Then that means that everything that you touch will be just like that, wave to and fro. You have to make a stand. 
my grandmother used to tell me, you you have to, uh, she said, if you will fall, how did it go? Stand for something. If you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. Right. You have to stand for what it is that you know the promises of God that he's given to you. If If you know that you're called to have a business, if you know that you're supposed to write that book, if you know that God has promised you that man or, man or woman, woman of God, if you know that God has told you that you shall go forth in ministry, I, it could be something as small as God told you that you would be healed, that right. you won't continue to have the headaches, that you won't continue to have the pain. Whatever it is in your body that's going on, whatever it is that God has promised you, I don't care how little or how big, you have to stand firm on that and allow the enemy to know that nothing that he can do can stop you from where God is going to take you and what God said he's going to do for you. Right. And, and you said you said something really powerful. You said something you mentioned the word timid. And I um I I was you know, I, I sometimes just sit still and just write stuff. And I was I wrote a note to myself yesterday and I'm looking at it right now and it just illuminated to me when you said that that word timid. And uh, what I told, what I was saying to myself was that when you act timidly, you don't deserve the things you desire. That That's means right. that when you, if you, if you sit back all the time and just let life pass you by or just let life happen, you don't have a right to to the things that you desire, to the things you even, you know, some, not even some of the stuff that you need. You don't have a right to it if you act timidly towards it. But when you act assertively, you call on every resource of the universe that's been assigned to you to say yes to your dreams, to say yes to your visions, to say yes to your goals, and you give it the, the opportunity to manifest. And everything you you're saying what? right now mm. about speaking it, mm. you know, yes. it puts you in a position to, to see things manifest. You know, it's so funny. I, you know, I'm, I'm in the uh, city of Detroit, Michigan, and all around, and, and, and I know you know that, Sometimes I can be driving on the freeway and there's these signs, billboards, mm-hmm. and some of them say "engage" in big bold black letters. Wow! And it was so funny because God speaks to me at, at the weirdest times through the weirdest things. And when I saw that, that's very applicable to what we're talking about now. Because with you even saying that, what people don't understand is there there is a difference. God, I mean, literally, God had to show me that there it was a difference between what mm-hmm. I was doing. He said there's a difference between living and existing. Yes, you literally sure have to engage your engage yourself in your own life. Existing is allowing things to happen, just allowing life to happen. Living is actually getting in the game and becoming active and proactive and engaging in your own life. And until you are able to do that, Life is going to continue to give it, give you exactly what it is that you've been receiving. You have to get in the game. There's no, there's no way for you to expect something different from your life sitting on the sidelines watching the game happen. It's not going to happen. You have to get in the game. You have to engage yourself. You have to. You can't. You can't allow fear because fear is the thing that literally stagnates and and, and stagnates and basically kind of freezes people in a position to where they can't move past right. where they are. And a lot of times it's the fear of what they don't know. But, see, you have to understand that God's plan for you is better than any plan that you can have for yourself. 
So right. if you let's 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 just think about it. Let's just I know you do the visualize visualization on every one of your shows. If you were to sit and just visualize your very best plan for your life right now, God has that time thirty two. You can't even phantom what God has for you. Right. And if that's the case, then you, you, you have to be able to let go of not my will, but that will be done. Yes. You have to allow him to be able to take over because he sees much farther than we could ever. But it's about, you, but you have to start somewhere. I mean, he can't just, he wants to change. He wants to change your very situation right now. But he can't because you're not allowing him to. You have to be engaged. There's certain things that God has called us to do within our lives. Mm -hmm. And then he will take over and do what we cannot do. But you can't just sit on the sidelines and kind of watch your life. There is is definitely a difference between existing and living. And God says that he wants us to live, have life more abundantly. Not what we're seeing now. It's deep. It's deep. It's really, really deep when you think about it. But it's yet so simple because he makes it so simple. And, and Tiffany, just to, to piggyback on that, one thing I'm, I'm also big on, I know that the word, like you said before, the words that we speak out of our mouths, they frame the, wor- the world which we see. So, yes. again, a, a note I wrote to myself yesterday was that in order to change the environment, well, excuse me, in order to change the products that are produced, you have to change the environment. So if you're in an environment okay. that's producing uh, second-rate mm-hmm. stuff. You mm-hmm. have to change. <laughs> you have to change the environment. Mm-hmm. You have to change the, the temperature of the environment. If you want to produce, for instance, if you want to grow tomatoes, you can't grow tomatoes in the cold. They need they need a warm climate. That's you can't right. grow them in the winter. So you have to make sure that in order to produce healthy tomatoes, you have to make sure the climate is ready. You have to make sure the ground is ready. <laughs> so if you want to produce a successful life, you want to produce the life of your dreams. You have to, you know, remove yourself from t- toxic people. You have to remove, you know, That's weeds right. out of out of the ground. You have to take anything out of the way that would that would stifle the success of you, you know, living the, that life of your dreams, experiencing a championship standard of living. That's right. You do. I mean, we we always want to bring everybody with us. And and that's good. That I mean, in in a lot of aspects, that's good to have a heart like that. But where a lot of your audience is going, Everybody can't go with them. That's Everybody, true. if you listen to the sound of my voice right now on this program, just know that what God has for you is for you. However, every everyone is not allowed to experience the things that He has for you. That's just that's just the the long and the short of it. God has many many lot of, of abundant lives and callings and giftings and things for your audience. But it's like we try to kind of take everyone with us and run with it. And and a lot of times it's too much. It's too mm-hmm. heavy. And God says, let some of the things go. I need you to let it go because right now you're weighing yourself down. And I didn't ask for them to come. It's almost like it reminds me of Abraham. I believe it's Abraham with Lot. And I remember God told Abraham to go. But I don't remember, and I've read it a few times, I don't remember him saying to take anyone with him. And wow. he, Abraham tried to take his family with him. And there's a lot of things that occurred because of it. There's a lot of things that I think uh, that I see 
in that story alone that was prolonged and held up that he would have attained much earlier had he not tried to take his family with He told him to go. Wow. Nobody else. So he had to go through so many other things. I mean, he still got to the promise. God still did what he promised to do. But how much more longer did it take for him to get it? Because he didn't do what God told him to do originally. Wow. See, a lot of people got us told things, too, and told you just exactly how to do it. But you kind of put a little twist on it. And you're going to add a little version of it. <laughs> and it's not that he loves you any less. But it's just that because it wasn't done in the matter of what he said, and then when all the extra things start to happen or things, you know, start falling apart or this doesn't happen quite and you get all these extra problems, then we we kind of want to, like a little kid, get on the floor and kind of kick and scream like, well, what's, what's happening? What's, what went wrong? What went wrong was if you go back, what I originally told you to do, you didn't do. You put right. your twist and spin right. on it. <laughs> And we, we all, we we all just, guilty of it. <laughs> hey, right. Is that, I know I am. I know I am. I love God dearly, but I know he told me some <laughs> things. And I said, okay, God, but I'm going to just help you out just a little bit. Not that you don't know. But I'm going to swear, you know, I got to do it this way. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, so, so what are the things that I, I want to do or have some other people go with me that mm-hmm. weren't meant to go with me? And, right. and that's okay because whatever God strips or takes away from you, that you feel you might need, he never removes anything from you without replacing it with something better. That I am a testament of. Wow. So those things that you are trying to hold on to, let them go. Because I promise you, if you let go, if you let go of the fool's goal, he has the real thing for you. If you let go of the cubic zirconia, he has the diamond for (laughs) you. Wow. Like, like you're holding on to the thing that you think is priceless. He truly has something that much more greater for you, but he cannot give it to you until you let it go. He cannot pour new wine into old wine skin. Wow. He cannot. Wow. And and that's very important for any dreamer, for any visionary, for any go-getter to understand because there are some things that, that as human beings we do and it short-circuits our success. And that's one thing that I know firsthand. It will definitely short circuit your success. You can't, you can't take everybody. I, I've tried to do it before in the past, and at the end of the day, I, I was frustrated, and people were, were irritated with me because you know they wanted something that I couldn't give them, mm-hmm. and I didn't realize I couldn't give it to them until I was already in the middle of it. Like, oh man, I wasn't supposed to leave me doing this, <laughs> and now, now they're mad at me. <laughs> but at the end of the day. You know, it's better to have people mad at you now than to get mad at you later because now they, they got their lives depending on you versus That's right. you you knowing up front, like, okay, you know what, this ain't, this ain't, no, I'm not supposed to be carrying you here. You, you're you just supposed to, um, we just cool, you know. <laughs> right. And and a lot of times we do that and we think we're helping, but we're actually enabling a person right. from what God really wants them to go through because, and, and that's what, that brings me back to what I wanted to say. A lot of times what we don't understand too, is that I'm not saying that you're never, ever going to go through anything, even if you do what God tells you to do to the letter. Mm-hmm. Because the the truth of the matter is, is that things grow in dirt. And so a lot of times you might have to go through some dirt, garden, wilderness-type 
experiences. It's only when you go through that that you'll be able to grow through it. Wow. Because dirt literally allows you any plant, if you try to do any type of gardening, any type of planting, it, that seed has to be put in dirt. And while it's in dirt, there, there's a process of, of, of beating and, and being bruised by, by, by the winter weather, and then and it continues to be pushed down and down, and then the roots come out, and then it takes hold, and then it comes out. But it's out of the process of some situations that's not good. I mean, even to the point where some of the things has to even have manure put Ooh, in yeah. the ground in the dirt. Wow. But it's, it's the best fertilizer. For that very seed to be able to sprout up. <laughs> so wow, sometimes you have to go overcome some crap, huh? <laughs> yes, you will have to go through some things. I mean, literally, I, you, you said it best. I mean, it, it's crap. <laughs> I know this is a family show, but there are some, some things that are, well, people will call crap that you will have to go through that you will endure. But God understands because he made your end from the beginning. He started with the end and then worked backwards. He knew the very things that you would have to go through that will make you exactly who you he needs you to be to be able to touch and affect the lives of those people that he's assigned to you and whatever it is that he's called called you to do. And so you know you you're, you're speaking our language. You're speaking our language. You know you know about um uh, my uh three stages of dream realization, the goal, the process and the manifestation. And mm-hmm. a lot of people they start off with the goal, and the next thing they want is manifestation. But it doesn't mm. work that way. You gotta have mm-hmm. go through the process to get to the manifestation. <laughs> you can't. It, it look. You can't. It's like this. I've been food poisoned like recently, and I understand that there's a certain there's a certain process that food has to go through in order for it to be healthy. If you know, it, it's a good thing for it to taste good, but it's even better when it tastes good and it it won't make you sick. But if it doesn't complete the process, exactly. it can all types of things could be in there. All t- I mean. Heat is necessary when you're eating warm food. It's necessary to kill germs. Mm-hmm. And if you don't let it go through the entire process, the very thing that you thought was going to be tasty and a, and a blessing for you can make you sick to your stomach and possibly even yes. kill you. Yes. I mean, it, it, diamonds are girls' best friend. I understand that. But <laughs> it's made from coal. And then it, it has to be beat and prodded and beat and put in the fire and then beat again and beat again and then put back in the fire. You are literally purified in the fire. God does us the same way that he would do some of the most precious jewels in the United States, be it diamonds or gold. We all have to go through, and those are those those jewels that we deem as precious. So how much more does God see us as precious? So we have to still endure those same things. And the reason why is because, most women, they don't want a flawless. They they want a flawless diamond. They don't want a diamond where they can see it's cloudy and you you know they they want the the baguettes and the meal no diamonds. They they want the best. Yes, and but to enable to get the best, it has to endure more right. pressure, more crushing, and more heat. And for you to be the best person that God has seen in his eye before your mother even knew you, he knew that you would have to go through X, Y, and Z, through the process, through the fire, be purified through the fire for his best representation of himself to be seen in the world. 
and we we don't we don't get that. The breaking is literally for our making. Because what Ooh, say, that again. Is that say that again. Say that again. Breaking, you... The breaking is for your making. Wow. When he breaks you, he is then able to go inside and remove everything that is not like the DNA, the original DNA that he made and formed and fashioned you to be and able to add things into you that you should have. Because when wow. we're born, we're born, and then there, there are a lot of things that we, we encounter and that we run into that we hold on to or that we internalize that God never meant for us to internalize. And so that literally changes and affects who we are. I mean, we've all been attested with. We've right, either gotten right. into a relationship that we shouldn't have, and it caused us to either become insecure or, you know, you're downing yourself in one area or you're doing this in another area. And God never ordained the relationship. He never ordained the, the job. He never ordained whatever it was. He he didn't ordain that for you, but you wanted it for you. And that literally changed the makeup on how he made you and what he wanted you to be able to do. And he knew that. And since he sees that, he has the break us to be able to take those things that should not be there out and add to us the very thing which we need. Because he's a gentleman. He's right. not going to right. force anything on us. So because of that, he allows us to go into these things. He tries to tell us, no, daughter, don't do that. No, son, you don't want to go there. <laughs> okay, you're going to go? Go ahead. Go ahead. But when you're done, I'm still here. Right. And that doesn't mean that you won't have to go through a breaking process for me to get you to where you need to go, but I can still get you there. Wow. And that's the part. The, the breaking is literally for our making. And the more if, if we will realize that, and not fight it, and even invite it and celebrate it, we will go through the process that much quicker and we will be on the other side. We'd be on the other side of yes. Because a lot of our our despair, and you said, what would I get, what would I tell a person who is going through and just can't seem to to get out of it? A lot of times it, it still goes back to your mouth. Because a lot of times all of your blessings are on the other side of yes. Once you tell God yes, no to your will, and yes to what he's asking you to do and surrender, everything else is on the other side of that yes. Wow. Wow. Tiffany, you know, I hate this. This is one of those times on the show where, you know, we're running, we're running really low on time. But you have said, some real, you said something really dynamic to close out this pain, from Pain to Prosperity series, that the breaking was for your making. And, it, and I've been telling people that the pain that you've endured has set you up for the prosperity that you're about to receive. That's right. And um, this is this I I knew in my heart that you were the right person for this this particular show. And I want you uh-huh. um, to we got about we got about take about thirty seconds. I want you just to encourage okay. the people to keep coming from that, that place of pain and understand that it wasn't for their, um, it wasn't to destroy them. It wasn't as under death, but it's to bring them on to more abundant life. 
Yes, well, I, very quickly, I want to say for everyone listening, if you're going through and there's a season, this is also the holiday season, so I know, you know, you might have lost loved ones recently or maybe estranged from family or whatever it is that you're going through and it makes it, holiday season makes it that much more harder. I say stay encouraged. Stay encouraged to know that God has brought you this far, not to leave you, but to carry you through and that your breakthrough is on the other side of yes, and that as long as you continue to allow your mouth to align with God and what he says about you, nothing that God, that the enemy comes up against you with can prosper, nothing. God has already called you victorious. So walk in your victory boldly and know that God loves you and he has a perfect plan that will succeed for your life. Wow. Well, wow. Tiffany, also tell the people where they can find you. Uh, they can find me on Facebook. It's Tiffany Patton Millionaires. Now, it's not, you have to speak those things as though they are. So that's where you'll find me because that, that's what I, I see myself as. Um, you can also find me um, on, you can email me at yourdreamsbydesignllc at yahoo.com. Or also you can inbox me or get in touch with Miles, and I can give out my number because I do um, I do have my own public relations and um, marketing company. And so if you need any consultation or any help publicist-wise for anything that you're doing, I can be contacted that way. But Facebook is the best way. I'm on Twitter. I'm God's baby girl 111 because that's who I am beyond anything else. That's who God has called me to be. So definitely make sure to contact me, and you all be blessed. And I thank you, Miles, so much for having me on your show. Oh, you're so welcome. And, uh, again, like I said, this is home for you because you, you've had uh, played a major role in what, what people see in the product from creating the championship standard living and, and the Miles W. Miller brand. So I'm this is a, this is an honor for you. You don't have to, you know, I don't have to roll out the guest uh, information for you. You 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 got you go in the kitchen and get your own food, fix your own plate. <laughs> yeah, you know how you do when you're at home. It's okay. I'm no longer fixing your plate. Go on there and get it yourself. <laughs> Thank you. Thank so, you. We appreciate you, and we, we we will have you back soon. All right. I look forward to it. And, and people, I'm I have to tell you this. I am honored again to have you here tonight to be able to present these dynamic things to you, to be able to present dynamic guests to you, to be able to present dynamic information to you. Without a shadow of a doubt, this from Pain to Prosperity series has been absolutely phenomenal. It's been an absolutely dynamic ride. I want to thank all of my guests from uh, going all the way back to week one with uh, Pastor Fred Brame II, um, Anita Charlotte, um, Mr. Chris Gloss, Mr. Kendrick Hardaway, um, Ms. Tiffany Patton, and each and every one of you for showing up each week. I, this is a labor of love for me. I enjoy having you here. I enjoy doing this for you. I enjoy, you know, putting on, uh, doing what I do best to help you realize the life of your dreams, and not only that, to create a championship standard of living for yourself. So I want to thank you for that. Also, there's some a group of uh, people in um, Erie, Pennsylvania. I wanted to definitely mention uh, Pennsylvania soldiers and sailors. Soldiers and sailors. Uh, I wanted to say hello to everybody over there who's listening. Um, my parents, my, uh, my my father, my mother, um, my siblings, my grandfather, everybody. This is Thanksgiving. I'm thankful that my family is 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 intact. I'm thankful that you know for everything that 
may not seem like it's in order, it is in order because it's in God's hands. So I, I, I am so thankful for that. I'm thankful, for, again, for each and every one of you. And I'm, I'm thankful tomorrow. We actually have a, a fourth quarter comeback show coming on tomorrow. Uh, two dynamic guests are coming on, uh, Miss Monica Marie Jones and Miss Shanari Williams. Uh, I'm thankful for them. Um, also, before I go, I want to give a special thanks for, to uh, Bishop Wayne T. and Dr. Beverly Jackson, Pastor Ginaldo Lee, uh, Co-Pastor Tiffany Lee, and uh, Ms. Karen Donald, who uh, has played a major role in a lot of things I'm doing as well. Uh, again, to each and every one of you who can hear my voice. Also, to Mr. J.L. Godfrey, I saw him uh, chime in earlier. I wanted to say uh, uh, we're going to have him on in December, so we're, I'm looking forward to um, to, to work, talking to him and, uh, again, reaching out to him again. And I'm just appreciative for each and every one of you because without you, this show is not possible. So to each and every one of you, have a absolutely wonderful Thanksgiving. Uh, enjoy the rest of this year. Don't leave this year with your head down waiting for the year to end. Leave this year with a bang. Don't leave here without getting all the stuff you're supposed to have this year because it's your time. Your time has come, and your time is now. The nightmare has officially ended, and I'm here today to tell you that the pain was not in vain. It was only for your prosperity to reign. So be blessed. I love you, and I will see you next week here on Creating the Championship Standard of Living. And before I go, I leave you with my motto and my mantra, my mantra and my motto. Don't ever give up. Don't ever quit on your dreams. Don't ever give up. Don't ever quit on your dreams. God bless you.